Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Spring, and I am with your usual Brian, Nick, and Andrew. How are you guys doing this afternoon? Chilling. Chilling. Doing pretty terrific. Okay, hungry. There it is. Yeah, hey, Brian's hungry. Spirit. Yeah, we're Brian's doing hungry. this in we're doing this in the middle of the day. We usually, I mean, it really doesn't affect our listeners, but we usually do these at night, 7.30 or on, but we're doing it in the middle of the day today because of some schedule flexibility issues by some people, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get through it. Um, but we are your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the big four underscore podcast on both websites, apps, whatever you want to call them apps, websites, technically they're websites, but they're turned into apps but whatever it doesn't matter okay whatever yeah anyways enough talk about that more talk about sports uh there's a lot to talk about i mean we really covered the conference championship games a little bit last week we can continue to uh talk about that um we can talk about you know some hockey but that's super early college basketball that's a little early too um but i want to start with NBA. And again, it's also early for that. There's not really enough games to determine who's good, who's not, whatnot. Um, But as of last night, January 20th, there were a ton of good games on last night. Um, The first one was by three of our favorite team, the Celtics. And I mean, it was a good game, but they freaking lost because Joel Embiid went to the free throw line. What was it? 21 times? Yeah, something like that. Twenty-one times. Yeah, absolutely. And then they just they just weren't making shots down the stretch. I mean, that's where you have Tatum. I mean, that's where you can have Kemba too, but he's on a minutes restriction. Once they get yeah. healthy, they'll be fine. I mean, it's just gonna take some Kemba, time. Kemba's got his burst back. He's quick. Oh man. yeah, it's, it's for so sure. good to see. It's so good to see. He's smiling. He's happy. It's just I yeah. hate Joel Embiid's a gorilla. That guy just flops his way down the floor, flails his arms. And just oh, like, so oh, I, it's so annoying. It's he's so annoying, a buffoon. Dude. I don't like he that at all. He's a buffoon. Yeah. The flop of like Tice when, yeah. when, when Embiid flops, so Tice was just like, me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they both went flying. Ugh, I hate it. It's so frustrating. It really is, yeah. especially since like, even I know, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying Smart should be getting his fair share of calls, but the guy got absolutely punched like six times going to the hoop. He made his wild like hook layup things he did every time he got absolutely whacked he makes the dumbest shots ever he is oh it's so stupid when he gets he gets fouled so he like moves around he's like going up he just throws it up and it happens to go in so i know fine with it but like gosh he makes the tough baskets that's for sure yeah 45 free throws attempted in a game by a team is just a little Uh, bit too many yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. but i mean 17 nothing in the fourth 27-5 27-5 in the second half. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's bad. I mean, you love seeing Tice, 20-plus points. Smart with 25. Yeah. Brown, well. 26. And then uh, Kemba with 19, obviously. Well. And 19 in 22 minutes. That's pretty efficient. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, 17 I feel like... 17-12. Yes. 17 in the first half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's yeah. just one of those games. Like, you They only scored 109 people, points. With that, with that, so just no one else really did. No one, but no bench scoring at all, zero, yeah. except for Tice. Well, Tice, Tice off the bench, but he he played twenty-seven minutes. Tristan, no, Tristan Thompson. Thompson. Tristan Thompson started, but he played six less minutes than Tice. So, yeah, they just Tristan gotta figure it yeah, out. I don't know. Guys aren't taking like the right. They they're not 
I don't know. They're not taking the right shots, like the the bench. They're yeah. getting too like passive. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I remember last night, Pritchard had a wide open three, but he hesitated, he and then he yeah. ended up missing. So, uh, I mean, if he was just just start off confident, just went up mm-hmm. with the shot, I feel like he would have had a better chance. But, I mean, that's just part of being a rookie. He's gonna figure it out. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty solid on defense, anyways. Obviously, the fouls are just ridiculous. Um, but I mean, yeah, the fouls in the fourth quarter were ten to two. Yeah, like that's, free throws that's pretty ridiculous. Like, come on, yeah. Man. A Tice after the game was like looking up at the scoreboard and was like screaming at the refs. 10 yeah. to 2, 17 nothing. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it was, that was bad. That was really bad. Every, every single yeah. time. It's just like back to the line. Mm-hmm. It's such a bad way to watch basketball, too. Thank yeah, God they didn't trade for boring. Harden. Imagine Harden being on that team. They'd shoot Ugh. 80 free throws a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, Celtics went 13 of 20 from the line, which is. It's not great, but I mean, you're not you're not obviously not getting to the line as much. So when you do, you gotta take advantage of when you're actually there, especially when you're playing against a guy like Joel Embiid or like you said, James Harden, who, I mean, the free throw line is their best friend. That's how they get the majority of their points. That's how they look efficient when they're not. Um, I mean, Joel Embiid did have a pretty good game shooting wise, but. Still getting to the line that many times is just bogus. He should have forty game regardless, though. He's so good. He's just so incredibly yes. lazy and just oh can't. His he, stamina is terrible. What, like, yeah, he's. He uh, should have. He should have forty a game. He's just bigger and more skilled than all the other big men. Like that. That uh, two step. Uh, I don't want to call it a euro step because it was kind of slow. Oh, that was that was pathetic. But, but there's no other big man that can guard that in the league. He should have forty a game regardless. I don't I don't know why he doesn't. Actually, no, I do know why he doesn't. Is because he doesn't freaking condition in the off season, and then he shows up and only plays twenty five minutes because he's tired. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly why. But besides the Celtics game, there were two other fantastic games, both in the overtime and one just absolutely dominated by Colin Sexton, who had 42 in the game. That was ridiculous. That was 20, nuts. 20 straight points for the Cavs. He scored. He was crazy. But, he like, he, he couldn't miss in overtime. <laughs> it was crazy. Kyrie, Kyrie after was like, yeah, I was smiling when he was making those shots. It's like, Kyrie, you're a bum. I know. Who <laughs> smiles when a team is – when a player is single-handedly beating your team, He's which like, is it was, now – It was cool to see. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Not, well, it is for us, but not for him. It, it should be for him. He's just like such a weird. I don't. I don't even want to call him a competitor because he's really not. Well, it was cool to see for him because he's not the best defender in the league at all. <laughs> oh no! no. Brooklyn's defense is just they, they terrible. Get, they've it's been so in bad. three with Harden now. They've been in three nail biters other than the Milwaukee game. Orlando, they should have lost that game. Milwaukee came down to the wire. In this game, oh, they lost. Gosh. Like they're not. They're giving up. Good. No, yeah, yeah, they're giving up an absurd amount of points. Yeah, ten yeah, bench would... points is just not good enough either. And it's because honestly... they surrendered. They surrendered Prince and Allen. Those are their two premier yeah. defenders. Well, Jordan yeah. also, but Prince and Allen off the bench. Or they're well, Allen, Allen they put up like thirty-five or whatever combining yeah. for Cleveland last night. And yeah. they they are the two premier bench the bench defenders for the Brooklyn Nets, and they shipped them off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, can you really expect 38-37 and 21 from your trio? That's 
what, like 96 points between the three. I don't think you're going to expect that every night. And even if you do, like this game was, I mean, is Cleveland really that great of a team? Like, no, I was, no. I was watching down the stretch of that game in overtime. I, I, I tuned into that, that game and there were three straight possessions where, where Kyrie, Kyrie brought it up and just shot a mid range J. By himself, and just, no one, no thought of passing it. He just, he just brought it up and shot. And there was maybe twenty seconds left in the shot clock when he released, when he released a shot all three times. And then there was another possession where um, I forget who scored in the paint, but it was a two man game, Katie and Harden. Well, it was, it, it's just, it's they're so predictable. They're so predictable because it, they all, they all play the same game. Mm-hmm. And some do it. The Durant does the best of those three, but they all play the same game. They're both they're all scorers and they're ball dominant. And I don't think that works well together. That's why I think they should get rid of Kyrie. And I don't know what they get from him, but you 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 could get some mediocre bench volume Third that would pick. that would help to prevent these guys from playing 40, 40 minutes a Doesn't game in regulation. Exist. It's ridiculous. So I, I give just, up nothing for Kyrie. I would I would not even want the guy. Nope. No chance. Like I said, third round pick. Of course, doesn't exist. Don't want mm-hmm. it. But going back to the defensive side with the Nets letting up one forty seven. Yes, it was overtime, but still one forty seven in any game is is nuts. But oh, two overtimes. That's right. Yeah. Um, still an absurd. Uh, not really absurd. It's a decent amount. One forty seven is a lot uh, in any game. But I would. If I were a team game planning going into a Brooklyn Nets game, I would say to my team just chuck threes because their perimeter defense is terrible. It consists of James Harden, Kyrie, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Joe Harris, three probably of the worst perimeter defenders in the league. They still have a good – like their interior defense is fine. DeAndre Jordan and then Kevin Durant himself is not a terrible he's a defender. defender. He's a good defender. Yeah, he's a good defender too. He gets a lot of blocks just as – because of how long he is. But their perimeter defenders, their guards who defend the three-point line are absolutely horrendous. Yeah, so I would just I would just do three-point shooting drills and game plan to chuck threes the entire game because there is going to be zero to little and or little to no um, contest on any three-point attempt you make. Yeah. So every single time that they miss a shot, you need to get the rebound and go. Because they are not going to get back on defense. No, time out. What? Yeah, exactly. So, say Kyrie misses a shot or Harden misses a shot, they're not going to go back on defense. They're just going to jog. They might pick up a man. They're not. In reality, they're not going to. So, just as soon as you get that board, you got to be out. You got to be going. And I feel like that's another way to beat this team, just because of their effort and it, they're just they're so selfish. Like you see, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry working. But that's because Steph Curry and Klay Thompson are giving up things to make their team succeed. Kyrie and Harden are not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And my, this, go ahead, Nick. My my opinion on Brooklyn is that because they play such a three man game, they're going to struggle against teams that don't have that really that that guy yet. That they play more as a team, like Cleveland, for example. They play more as a team. They play more as a unit. The scoring distribution is is more balanced where if they play a team, they match up better against a team like, like, uh, like the Lakers where they play more of a two man game. They match up better against that because I think when they, when you get, when, when you play teams that kind of are always keeping the ball between two, three players, 
the Brooklyn will actually be able to compete with those kind of teams because they're playing the exact same game. But when they're playing teams that have a more balanced score and once those stars are off the floor, then it's all hell breaks loose. Yeah. It's just going to be tough for them to compete with teams, like you said, with a ton of players that can score. I mean, I don't want to keep on bringing up the Celtics, but I feel like the Celtics can distribute the ball pretty well. I mean, they got some decent bench scoring and they got three players that can give you 30 points a game. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh-huh. just what I'm thinking. I This is a terrible loss. This is a terrible loss because they need to, in my opinion, they just need to make the playoffs and they'll be fine because I know you guys think differently, but in the playoffs, no, starters – Starters, starters play 40-plus minutes anyways, which is what they're doing right now in their bench play. Like, what they're playing right now, their style right now, is how teams play in the playoffs. So te- they just need to make the playoffs, and I think they'll be fine. But right now, I mean, they're sitting at fifth in the East, so that's in the playoffs. But if they keep losing to bad teams like Cleveland and slowly start dropping off, like making the playoffs for me is like a five-seed is fine. But if they have to play a one-seed a one or a two-seed, I don't – think that that's ideal especially in the first round but i think they just need to make the playoffs and then and then they'll be fine because those 40 plus minute games are are typical in the in the playoffs and then steve nash also needs to make sure that during the regular season he limits their their minutes so they're not completely burned out once the playoffs start so he has a tall task of trying to figure those minutes out with Kyrie, they're I agree with you. When they have Kyrie, they can keep two of those stars on the floor for a majority of the game, and it'll work out in the end. Um, without Kyrie, that's where we had the argument um, in our last podcast or two two episodes ago. We had the argument that they need the bench volume. They need the they need the supporting cast. When they only have the two stars to know Kyrie, they're going to need those guys to step up. And with Kyrie, it's a little bit of a different, different story because they can kind of play a two-man game the whole time. Mm-hmm. Breaking news yep. out of the NFL, big for the Patriots. The Eagles hired the Colts' yep. offensive coordinator. So no, Josh Daniels and Mayo will be retaining or staying in. As for it. now, though, for now, well, who knows where he's going to go? If McDaniels ever wanted a head coaching job, he blew it. He should have taken. He pronounced the guy's the same like Serrani. Yeah, Serrani or Nick Serrani. Oh, when he was going, he could, right? Because yeah, he, he was what, going to the Colts, the Colts but then the Colts right? are not yeah. that. Frank Wright's good. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, McDaniels has been here forever. He was a head coach for what two years in Denver, and he's been the OC for the last for eighteen of the last sixteen or sixteen of the last eighteen years. So eighteen of the last sixteen. <laughs> I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, we can transition the football with that breaking news. There's not really a lot a lot more to say about the NBA. Again, it's super early. Um. In a few weeks, we'll be able to gauge. We kind of know who's who. Um, in terms of who's good and who's not right now. But, again, it's super early, and, and you don't really find that out until the second half of the season anyway. So we can move on to football, which we have the conference championship games. Now we can start the picks right now, but we can also do a more elaborate um, decisions on our picks because we still have a lot of time that we can um, talk about um, on this podcast. So we can start with the first game, in the Bucks Packers NFC Championship game, Nick, who do you like out of this game? Well, I'm taking Green Bay. I mean, yeah, I'm taking Green Bay, but let's not kid ourselves. Tom Brady's the goat, hands down, not a question, discussion, or debate. But when you 
when he there's multiple variables and factors when it comes down to winning a football game. You can't really carry a team unless you always score in every possession. Then you're carrying your own team. But Bray's always had Belichick, and Belichick, and especially in the playoffs, was kind of you know let McDaniel's and Bray do their own thing um, offensively, and he took care of the defense. And Belichick, we know, is a great one of the greatest coaches of all time, probably the greatest, and he's always had this great coaching staff, Flores to Patricia, all these guys that have been able to put up defensive schemes that have at times they haven't sure. been great, but they've been good enough for him to allow Brady the goat to ball games down the stretch. Um, but when, but when, um, when push comes to shove like Denver twice in the AFC championship game, even the Eagles in the Super Bowl, when new England's playing against some of their offenses in the league, they've, you know, Brady has shown that he hasn't been able to keep up enough. I mean, he threw 500 yards against Philly and they still lost. Um, I guess obviously the, the chiefs game was a combination of, um, Mahomes being young and Reed and the Chiefs kind of figuring out who they really were, um, but he faces a Brady tougher te- a tougher test Brady faces this week because a he doesn't have the coaching staff that he had and b Green Bay is the best offense in the league with a quarterback that is not going to you know Aaron Rodgers who's not going to fold down the stretch like other quarterbacks would so I I really I can't see the Bucks winning this one I got to take the Packers Andrew yeah I'm going to go the Packers too and um, as much as some people might think it will make a difference. The cold will not make a difference. Uh, we're talking about Tom Brady here. Um, I mean, if they if they want to have a chance, they got to do exactly what they did with Rodgers. I mean, they got to put pressure on him. They got five sacks again against him in the beginning of the year, and he threw two picks. Um, but that is a totally different Green Bay team. This Green Bay team in the past, I don't know, eight weeks has been lights out. Um, I think that they're just gonna they're just gonna keep playing like that. They got a ton of confidence. Um, their defense looked pretty good. You already know what their offense is like, so I got Green Bay here. Ryan, I have a feeling these games to probably the surprise of. I think they're gonna have a feel of the 2019 conference championship games when it was Saints, Rams, and Pats, Chiefs. The road teams are gonna handle business. So I'm going with the Bucks in this game. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I I have a feeling Brady every week is just like he just keeps doing it. They're gonna. I don't know. I just have a feeling he's gonna get it done. They played well early in the year. I know it was a long time ago, but I don't know. Rogers just hasn't had the amount of success he should in the playoffs, and I think he'll lose again. I'm going Green Bay. I think that if Drew Brees wasn't handicapped basically in that last game that the saints could have and might possibly should have won because he threw three picks and they still only won by uh 10 points and i'm going back to what i say about baker is baker uh, i know this can be a weird comparison right now but baker really doesn't make the big plays right now he's kind of a conservative quarterback and that's probably um because of the season he had last year, he doesn't want to turn it over as many times as he did last year. So he kind of played it safe this year and he made the playoffs and he won a few playoff or won a playoff game. Um, but I also feel like Brady is the same and, and just right now, right now, not like old Brady, old Brady could sling it, but right now, um, especially in that Saints game, he played very, very conservative and he needed to, to win. I mean, he got the win, but, against Rodgers, who's probably going to throw for north of 300 yards, have a huge play here and there. Uh, Brady's not going to have that. So, I mean, I don't see that. And, and, and even if he needs it, he's not going to be able to do it, I don't think. 
So I, I just can't see him throwing for more than 250 yards, even if he needs to. And I mean, the defense is good, but it's super young. And against Aaron Rodgers, I don't think they're going to be able to do that much. So I'm going to go Packers. Um, now the second game, AFC Championship game. Bills, Chiefs. Nick, who do we have out of this game? I said at the start of the year, the Chiefs are the best team in the league. Now, obviously, the Packers is kind of Packers are obviously way up there too. Oh, um, quick thing, Mahomes did practice yesterday, so that is that is a good thing. Yeah, so they're they're just too good. Mahomes is um, second best quarterback in the league, and he's still getting better, but he's got all the experience, so he's got the athleticism and the the agility and the, I guess, talent of someone who's young and refreshed while he's still got the experience because he's been in the Super Bowl and he's been deep in the playoffs. Now this is his third time of, you know, a veteran QB. And he's, you know, Andy Reid's not a bad coach. And he's got all the weapons. And I just don't see the bill. I, just, I see Josh Allen's will be back next year, and I think it'll be a closer game next year. But this year it's going to be all Chiefs. Andrew? Um... See, I've been just since I knew that we were going to pick this, I've been thinking about this all day. Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo here. I don't know. I just feel like Josh Allen, he's been he's been slinging it. Mahomes, even with his even though even if he passes concussion protocol, I believe it's his either his knee or his ankle that was still bothering him. Maybe that plays a fact to it. Um, I don't know. Brian, you said it. Maybe the away teams take care of it. I don't know. That's just what I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm going the same here. I think Buffalo gets the win. I don't know. I have a feeling that these that, – yeah. that, It's two just years a ago, feeling. You can't explain it. It's just two years feeling. ago, those two games, people were people really weren't giving the Pats a chance. They weren't even giving – Pats were underdogs in the game against the Chargers the week before. Like, they weren't given a chance in that game against the Chiefs. They won. Kind of the same with the Rams. I have the same feeling this year. Road teams are going to get the job done. Bills are going to win by six. Six. Wow. Uh, this is going to be a classic uh, Chiefs game over the past two two years. It's going to be classic where the Bills are going to go up by double digits in the first half, maybe even in the third quarter, and then the Chiefs are just going to roll in the fourth quarter. So I think the Chiefs are going to win. Both defenses are very iffy, so this could very well be like – 54 to 51 because I don't like both defenses at all very much. I mean, they're both middle of the pack. They have some players, but overall they're just not great. Um, and with two dynamic offenses, two top five offenses, I'd say probably maybe even top three offenses in the NFL. Um, I think that this has a chance to be the Super Bowl that I want, which is what was it? 20. I want, I want the Super Bowl to be exactly like, 2018 Rams Chiefs. It was a 2018 or 2019. Which game was that where it was like 50? Monday night game? Yes, 2018 Chiefs Rams. I want the Super Bowl to be like that, but we can settle for AFC Championship game if that that comes to that. I still also think if it's Chiefs Packers, which I'm predicting, that could also very well um, be the outcome in Chiefs Packers too, and where it's just an absolute shootout and both quarterbacks throw for 450 plus. Um, but yeah, I think this this game is going to be close. I think the Chiefs are going to be in a hole early, but 
they dig out they dig out of their own holes all the time. They did it the entirety of the last, uh, last year's playoffs. So I think they'll do it again and get the win and go on to the Super Bowl this weekend. How funny would it be for Josh Allen to get all the way to the Super Bowl just have to just to have to face Tom Brady again? I said that on Monday. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so funny. I would love to. Yeah, see I, I mean, yeah, Bills. Bills, Patriots in a way, but not really because freaking Gronk's still there. Oh, did you see? I don't know. I don't know why I saw this video for the first time, but Gronk faked his retirement so he didn't go yeah. trade, yeah. get a trade to Detroit. Is that true? Oh, That's yeah. That's, that was, that's so funny. That's hilarious. I don't know why I just saw that today. It was like it was like a thing on Didn't my I... YouTube. I was like, Gronk. Or he said on the Fox studio or something like that. Yeah. So that, yeah. That's nuts. I didn't know you could do that, but yeah, I guess you I've heard other stories. I've heard stories of, of Calvin Johnson like telling corners like, yo, can you guys get me over here? Like oppo- opposing teams. He'd be like, <laughs> after, like he run around, be like, yo, can you get me on your team, please? Like he did not want to be in Detroit. It's the same thing with like, what did, didn't Why, Oladipo though? do that did with Indiana? Like, he, well, Oladipo rumored that uh, play, players and opposing coaches said that. Oladipo didn't say that himself, but I mean, yeah. it was rumored. But why would he want to leave with Stafford? Stafford's a good quarterback. Because sucked. just an overall team, they suck. No, I yeah, who I know. Detroit? Who likes Detroit? Who likes being in Detroit mm. for that long? Yeah, I thought it was so funny being at. It was 2014 when the Pats had Revis, and I went. I was at the game Pats against Lions, and there was this Detroit fan in my section. Just he wanted to get. He just was willing. If he was just like, if I'm the GM, I'm getting rid of the entire team. I'll give you whoever you want. I just want Tom Brady. He was naming like 15 guys from the team, and he was just like, I just want Tom Brady. He was just like, nope, uh-uh, that would never yeah. happen. I think the I think the only Detroit fan that actually likes Detroit is Ninja. That's what? pretty much just about it. <laughs> I mean, the real Detroit fan hates Detroit. Is that why his hair's blue? No, I don't. I don't know, but I I saw him. I don't know. His hair's been on Instagram every other Detroit. color. He was at the Lions Patriots beatdown on Sunday night. Yeah, why did you know that? Because he was at the Lions Patriots beatdown. I remember I was on Instagram after because I was pissed that we lost the freaking yeah. Lions. And I mean, I was, he was. I was following was Ninja. I was like, oh, Ninja, the game. You know what, Ninja? Screw you. He was born in Detroit, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's that's an odd. Thank you for that. That fact of the day. You learn something new every day. Thanks, Nick. Uh, uh, imagine being a Detroit sports fan. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just overall. They, they don't like being Detroit sports fans. They're like ashamed of it. Pistons. Their, their biggest accomplishment Tigers, in the Pistons, last. Pistons, Red Wings. And, yeah, the ugh. biggest. The Red Wings. The biggest, their biggest accomplishment in the last 30 years is Miggy's Triple Crown. That's mm-hmm. it. Tigers were they, good for a little bit. Well, they no, had the I know, but Pistons. Yeah, no, in the for Lander. Thirty years ago, they had the Battle of Wizards in the early 2000s. Thirty years ago, Pistons oh, yeah, won a chip so. twenty so 20 years, years. Or fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. four, 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 four and six, four. right? Yeah, they, went they only won one, and then it was four. Was yeah. it four? I thought it was. Oh, they also won like oh two or something. I thought it was. Hold on, now I'm because I have a I have a book on Phil Jackson. It's definitely 2004. I don't know if they won another time. 2000. Oh, 2006. 2006 was the Wade Shack Heat. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know why. Was it? Wait, 2004. They won, yeah, four. 2004. And they won again? No. They, no. The Red Wings were in the finals when they were still in the Western Conference in 2009. And 04, so 04, yeah. they beat the Lakers in five? Because I, I have a book on that. I just you have a book on the Pistons championship? No, it was Phil. It was, <laughs> it was, that, that was supposedly Phil Jackson's last season as a Laker. And 
Oh, oh. it's all about them getting Carmelone and Gary Payton, and then getting spanked by and having a bad season. That was the preseason was the year Kobe got put on trial for raping somebody. Oh, I'm and looking then, at these games, and they get and killed by the Pistons in the finals. And I'm looking mean. at these final scores for these games, and life was just so much simpler back then. 88, 80, 187, 87, 75, 99, yeah. 91. Oh, it's like Celtics are... Cavs game seven. Like the, every the game. highest, oh, the I highest know. scoring NBA game was like in the or like in the 1900s at some point. It was like no, I know, but the early like 2000s was not. Yeah, no I was I was looking up how like if how crazy Philly's free throws because I feel like they always take a lot. But Dwight Howard seven years ago took 39 free throws in a game. I mean, yes, that's hack a Howard, oh hack a Dr- Drummond's right there. That's when you'd hack the big guy. Dwight Howard's like yeah. a career thirty percent free throw shooter. You just, exactly. you just hack him now. Now he stands at the three point line to take. I know, like what? But so one, weird. <laughs> one parallel that I've that I I well, not parallel, but one thing one thing that I've actually noticed though from like the the simpler era is that there's le- it seems like some in some cases like I don't know if it's either less teamsmanship or the fact that guys today are more selfish and stat padding because the assist numbers now are so much bigger than then. So much bigger, yeah. way, way. It's just bigger. more scoring, That's more shots. They use, yeah. they don't use the shot clock up. They want to. Teams nowadays just yeah. want to run and chuck threes. Last and it was freaking Dan, fifteen years. I can make the case. I can make the case. Dan Tony ruined the league. San, Spur, uh, Phoenix Suns seven seconds or less. That ruined the league. That that probably was that probably started. It. Well, and then he brought it to Houston with Harden. Yeah, and then he brought it to Houston. Thing. It was Nash, Stoudemire, seven seconds or less offense, and then he goes and brings it to Houston. Well, well, no, actually, then he went Dan to the Tony's Lakers. On the bench in, in, uh, then he went to the Lakers for like two years, and, yeah. and then he went to Houston. Yeah, I, I still think it's crazy. I saw I saw the stat today in nineteen in the nineteen thirty five thirty six season. That is the only time where um, three three teams from a single city won a championship. It was Detroit. But <laughs> really? granted, that was nineteen thirty five. So I mean. Lots of Boston's been then. close. Boston's been close. They should have. They were close two years ago. I know yeah. because the Bruins blew it against the Blues. They would have had three. But yeah. Whatever. Oh. Oh yeah. 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 I, well, I, technically, I the Bruins are 2019. Sox, Patriots are 2018. But it well, yeah, the it's the 2018-19 season. It was the same, like you know. Yeah. Field. It's the and same, the Celtics, like Celtics were the favorites to go to the finals, and they just decided to stink and get nuked by Milwaukee in the second round after <laughs> winning, like sweeping Indiana. Like that uh, team, and then beating them by twenty the first game. Yes, I yeah. know. Game, it's it's Celtics, Bucks, and Bruins. Lightning is the same thing. You win game one, and you're riding high. Celtics, when the Bruins beat the Lightning in game one this season, I'm like they're or in the playoffs, they're done. They're about to lose four in a row. Have exactly. It, it was just and they crush it every time, too. And it's so depressing. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is. All right. Go. We all set. Final thoughts? Go Pats. Go Pats. Go Bills. Kemba can Go play 28 Bills. minutes now. Kemba can play Sweet. 28. Wow. Call me when he can play 30. <laughs> and 32. Um, but, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, that was a shorter one. But we have something special for you on monday get ready um so yeah go follow us on instagram and twitter at the big four underscore podcast thanks for listening and peace i think Kyrie Irving should retire